This is the Notable Kentucky Podcast. I'm your host, J.C. Phelps, a Kentuckian dedicated to sharing the stories, people, and events of note from the Louisville area and from around the Commonwealth of Kentucky. Thank y'all for joining me, and let's get started. Today on the podcast, we are having a special episode in honor of the Kentucky Derby. And before we start, I want to say thank you to everyone that reached out to me last week. Life was a little crazy. It was a busy week, so I did not uh, make a pod. And um, I missed you guys, so thank you all for reaching out and and telling me you missed um, the pod. I appreciated that. The Kentucky Derby is a world-renowned horse race held annually on the first Saturday of May at Churchill Downs in Louisville, Kentucky. This year, the Kentucky Derby is on May 6th and is the 149th running of the race. I'm already excited for next year because 150 is going to be big. If you know me in real life or you've ever heard me talk about the Derby, you've probably heard me say that the Kentucky Derby is my favorite holiday. And I truly mean that. It is um, an integral part to Kentucky culture. And um, I I just absolutely love it. The city is on fire uh, this time of year. I thought I would share um, a couple facts about the Kentucky Derby with you all and provide a little bit of information for you just to have a little fun this week. Um, next week starts Derby Week and opening night is actually the Saturday of this week. But the Kentucky Derby also known um, as the most exciting two minutes in sports, has been held annually since 1875 at Churchill Downs. The Kentucky Derby is not just a sporting event. It is a cultural phenomenon. It is an integral part of who and what we are here in Kentucky, but also, in my opinion, it embodies Southern culture. Every year, thousands of people flock to the state to watch the races, and races go on all week. And on Derby Day, to the tune of about 150,000 people. The Kentucky Derby is steeped with history and tradition. Um, One such story is the origins of the Run for the Roses nickname. In 1883, a Louisville florist began giving a bouquet of red roses to the winning horse, and this tradition has continued ever since, with the winning horses being draped in a blanket of roses. And a kind of fun fact here, working with Kroger um, on the blog for several years, one thing I got to do um, after attending the Oaks, I got to go to Middletown Kroger that year and sewed a rose onto the blanket of roses. And that is something I will never forget as a Kentuckian. That was a very special uh, experience for me. The Kentucky Derby is not a, a race in, in and of itself. It operates alongside others and that it is the first leg of the Triple Crown of Thoroughbred Racing. The Triple Crown also includes the Preakness Stakes and the Belmont Stakes. And only 13 horses in history have won all three, the last being Justify in 2018. While we often say that the Kentucky Derby is the most watched two minutes um, of sports, it's not a two-minute event, so if you plan to attend this year, please recognize that it is an all-day affair. (laughs) Um, Gates open early, um, the party starts early, races go on all day long, um, so it's a long day, and please prepare for such. Whether you're going to Thurby or Oaks or Derby, whatever it may be, it is a full day, um, but it's, it's a great day. 
exciting. The Kentucky Derby has also been home to some of the most famous and successful horses in history. One such is Secretariat, who set the record for the Kentucky Derby race, 1 minute 59.4 seconds. This is still the record to date. And this year is in honor of Secretariat. It's the 50th anniversary of Secretariat's iconic win. Um, So a lot of things are tied to that, and it's an exciting year to celebrate the legacy of Secretariat. The Derby has many traditions. The mint julep, which is served at the track, is a cocktail made with bourbon, sugar, and mint, and is the official drink of the Kentucky Derby. However, if you're not a bourbon drinker, the Oaks Lily is another great option. These drinks are served all week at the track, so it's not just the mint julep at Derby, the Lily for the Oaks. All week long, they're there along with other things, but cocktails are definitely an iconic part of the experience. Lastly, if you are coming into town for the Derby, be ready to see some celebrities. The gala and the parties always boast a a celebrity guest list. There's a red carpet at Churchill Downs, and it's always interesting to see who comes into town for the Derby. Celebrities and iconic world figures such as the late Queen Elizabeth II, Louisville's own Muhammad Ali, former President Barack Obama, lots of people from the entertainment and social circles and high society come. So it is always interesting to see our city through their lens. And it makes me proud to have these people visit the great Commonwealth of Kentucky. So let's talk a little bit about the schedule of events. Uh, This year, Dawn of the Downs is back April 27th through May 3rd, 7 to 10 a.m. This is a decades-long Kentucky Derby Week tradition where you have the opportunity to see the Kentucky Derby and the Kentucky Oaks. Uh, Contenders train for the big races while listening to commentary. This is an experience you can have and you can also upgrade it on April 30th and May 1st to include a breakfast buffet, which I believe happens on Millionaire's Row. Saturday, April 29th is opening night at the track. Then Tuesday, May 2nd, is the new day in the lineup, 502 Tuesday, which I will be attending. I'm excited about that. Wednesday, May 3rd is Champions Day, a great day at the track. Thursday, May 4th is called Thurby, which was once considered the local stay at the track. I think that will now be Tuesday. Um, but with that said, Thurby has turned into quite the phenomenon. A lot of locals do go, but it's quite large now. Friday, we're kicking it off with the Kentucky Oaks and rounding the track. Saturday, May 6th is the Kentucky Derby. So maybe you have never attended the Kentucky Derby. What are some things I could tell you? Let's talk about dress code. So if you are attending the Derby, one of the most interesting things is to see what everyone is wearing. And you're going to see people dressed for the red carpet to the absolute nines. And then you're going to see some pretty crazy outfits too. Now, the people that are a little bit more casual or dressed, you know, maybe a little crazy or wild are likely going to the infield. I have been to the infield filled once actually surprisingly during my freshman year at center college and needless to say was an experience i'm glad to say that i have been but um i'm more of a box person myself especially as i have gotten older but if you do go to the infield know that it's a party um it's a little bit of everything there are locals college students it's it's a pretty big mix men generally wear suits blazers fun pants fun colors and bright patterns are always encouraged 
bleached and ties are commonplace, so please wear a tie. A lot of men wear fedoras, straw hats, things of that nature. And I've even seen some really interesting hats too. So for women, dresses or suits, a lot of people dress um, absolutely to the nines. And really what makes an outfit to me is the uh, hat or the fascinator. There are so many local milliners to receive your hat or fascinator from, and I want you to support them. So please reach out. I'm sure they still have some inventory, some of them. If not, there are many places in town that you can shop. Dee's is a wonderful place on Shelbyville Road. Von Mar, also just up the way on Shelbyville Road. Lots of options, but so many shops this time of year in Louisville um, have hats and fascinators ready for you, and they are so gorgeous. If you're planning your shoes, I know um, maybe you want to wear high heels, and you will see lots of heels, but think maybe about a, a blockier heel, or maybe not so high, because there is a lot of walking involved. So just be be cautious of that. I, I want you all to have fun uh, while looking your best, but I don't want you to make a decision that you may regret. Ticketing. If you don't have tickets right now, good luck. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, you can definitely get resale tickets, but um, what I want to encourage you is tickets should be purchased from reputable resale sites. Ticket scams, like any large event, are out there, so please be careful. I don't want you all to waste or to lose money because tickets to these events are very expensive. Now, you can go to the infield. I'm not sure what the price is now. It's certainly under $100. Maybe it's $40, $50. Bucks. I don't know. But um, there are lower price tickets like that. Maybe it's 75 But, you know, boxes, and depending on where you're at, can be thousands per seat. And if you're covered or not, there are many considerations. There's also a lot of new seating um, at Churchill, and Churchill is still um, under renovation. So it'll be exciting to see all that come to fruition. Transportation. This is one of the biggest. So parking if you don't have a color lot uh, parking pass, it's very hard. Don't stress. It's hard for everyone. But one of the most common things to do is to park in the yards of those that live near Churchill Downs. And I know that sounds kind of, you know, wild maybe. If someone is waving you into their yard, it is not sketchy. It is very valid. A lot of people do that and it's a way for them to make money. So I, I love that for them. I love seeing them be able to make some revenue this we all of that to say very common it is safe and the closer they are to the track the more expensive it's going to be you may expect to pay 40 60 ish dollars um, for a parking but again it changes there are probably ones that are a lot more there are probably ones that are less but you're going to walk a long way that's the most common way to park if you take a cab like an uber or a lyft there are of course drop-offs and things like that but i will say it can be very very hard to get a ride share because the service is sometimes really bad and there are just so many people. So please keep that in mind. No matter how you're getting back to wherever you're going, the commute time is going to be insanity. So something to keep in mind um, to, to be careful there. The other thing I want to say about transportation, and I'm not trying to be a, a downer here, but um, alcohol is very much involved in Kentucky Derby culture. So if you are going to be drinking, I beg you, please take a cab. Do not get behind the wheel. A little fun with mint juleps or oak lilies is not worth your life. It's certainly not worth the life of someone else, your safety, someone else's health. There are going to be a lot of people with a lot of alcohol. So have a designated driver if you're going to be driving to the track, I urge you. And if you're not going to be driving to the track and you know 
you're going to be drinking, do plan to take ride share or cab. It's, it's in your best interest and I want that for you, but I want it for the safety of all locals and those that are coming into our city. There are security measures um, at the track, things that you can bring in, things that you cannot, the size of bags, you know, things like this. So my last recommendation, so you don't have to leave something at the door, is to get on the Kentucky Derby Churchill Downs website and make sure that your bag and everything is in um, accordance to, to the standards. I am so excited about the Kentucky Derby. It is so much fun always, and um, I... I want to say one last thing. This is such an, a, a fun, wild, lively time for Louisville. If you all are coming into the city, welcome. You're always welcome here. We're a wonderful place to visit 365 days a year, but wow, you're coming in at the most exciting time. What I want to say and to urge you is to know that this is also a very hard week for a lot of people. People in their hospitality industries, they work so hard. It's a tough week for them. So if I could give anyone a piece of advice to have the best experience they can have here in a town that has great hospitality is to be patient and be kind because it goes a long way. There are many people working very hard for you to ensure that you have a wonderful Kentucky Derby. And I don't envy them. They have a very hard job. So grace and empathy go a long way. And I want to extend my gratitude to the hospitality workers, to the workers that make the Kentucky economy, which is largely a tourism economy, work and function and make us lucrative to travelers year round. You all are special and I respect your work. And I hope that everyone traveling in will give them the same level of respect that they very much deserve. Thank y'all for being here for another episode of the Notable Kentucky Podcast. You can keep up with Notable Kentucky wherever you receive your podcasts on NotableKentucky.com and on both Facebook and Instagram at Notable Kentucky. If you enjoyed the podcast today, I would so appreciate if you would subscribe and provide a five-star review. And if you have a story of note, please feel free to email me at NotableKentucky at gmail.com or you can message me on social media. I would love to push that out for you. As my auntie JJ always said, make today a great day. And as we say at the track, go baby go. Happy Kentucky Derby week. I hope you win, win big, and have a great time in Derby City, the great city of Louisville. Y'all come back now you hear signing off for Notable Kentucky. I'm JC Phelps.